Hey Rangers, welcome back to This is Ranger Country. I'm your host, John Fisher. I'm here with Brad Anderson. We're in Streamside Hall, beautiful Streamside Hall, and this is episode number 18. Brad, what do we have in store for these folks today? Well, we're going to talk a little bit about upcoming events. We have the fall sports right around the corner. Good to see you, John, by the way. Excellent um, to see you two, as well. Yeah, two days in a row after uh, a little bit of an extended absence, both of us. I was out of town. I was uh, I was up in God's country, actually up in the UP for a while, and Man, I tell you what, it's you realize how much we have here in Michigan when you go north. That is true. That is true. Just from, the, the the aesthetics of this state are unmatched by virtually all the. I mean, okay, I'm a homer, but I love Michigan. It's one of the best states as it's far a, as scenery, nature. It's amazing. It's incredible. I mean, from Tequamanon Falls um, to Mackinac Island, the ferry ride, and uh, we did that Kitchity Kippy. It's that springs that you know clear springs, and then. Lake Superior, Cliff. Do- I mean, it, now, did you guys go out magical. on one of those like glass bottom boats? On that? we Is did. That, we yeah. went on the glass bottom boat. Um, and it was a nice stop, but th- there's just so much to do up north, and all these little towns that you stop at have their thing to do. And of course, I ate like five pasties. I was going to ask, did you get the traditional with uh, uh, rutabagas and like? Beans? Yeah. So there's two types. There's Cornish and I think Finnish. And I don't. My wife is. She knows the div- difference. Like one of them has rutabagas. One of them has um, potatoes instead or carrots instead. I, I don't know the difference, but I love them all. I yeah, do not, delicious. I do not discriminate between, um, pasties up, up in the UP. I will take any hot pasty coming my way. You know, so. this is a free plug, but I, I love pasties. I just got some pasties from the UP recently. My friend, Dave Tyler, who we'll talk about later in this podcast, he was traveling from Wisconsin through the UP. That's and I said, awesome. I Dave, do give that. me a pasty or I'm not going to let you stay at my cottage this weekend. <laughs> and so he got me a pasty, which was really nice, kind um, but there's also, you, you know, the, uh, uh, Fulton street market that's downtown. I do really good farmer's market. Lots of great produce, cool people. There is a guy there that sells homemade pasties. Get out of town. And they're absolutely phenomenal. Well, I'm going to have, I'm going to have to make a visit because like grandpa's pasties or something. And grandpa sometimes is working there and he's slow. He's slow with the like the money counting and stuff, but that man can make a pasty. I, I I do not care. I mean that that I love places like that. When I first got married uh, to my wife, um, my father-in-law, every you know Easter Christmas he'd make kielbasa. You know, a huge, just a big old my family does that pot too. of kielbasa. Yeah, right. And so one one Christmas we were newly married, and one Christmas he couldn't make it, and for whatever reason he called me to his bedside at the hospital, and he's like, Brad, I want you to make. I want you to make the brats, the, the kielbasa this Christmas. And I thought a, a tremendous amount of pressure. And he, re, he like wrote out the, the, the recipe and he required me to go to this little place off Walker that is now, it's a butcher shop. I don't know if it's still open. And the name, listeners, if you're out there, please text me with it because this place, you walk in, same type of deal. It's like third generation, fourth generation, and you buy the kielbasa and you just walk in and it feels like 100 years old. So love love places like that so anyhow we've, we, we've have, digressed uh, do you have some horseradish sauce on your kielbasa I, and some kraut i am i am a kraut only guy remember i am not a condiment guy well, my okay. wife and all of her uh her brothers and sisters her father they do horseradish sauce. So, i mean the whole nine yards i will add it to that um but i, I think I'm you a, might start a fight if you call that a condiment with some people i mean that's <laughs> a ground up root vegetable i know i know i know but i do love sauerkraut and uh that's been a common thread in my in my marriage sauerkraut so anyhow um yeah that, that sorry we, we went off in a, in a crazy direction uh but that's kind of what we do brad but a week <laughs> but a week in god's country and uh, i feel refreshed i feel ready to come back 
we're going to make the turn here soon. I'm excited. Um, 16 or 15 out of the last 16 years, I've been excited. Last year, there was, for obvious reasons, a hesitancy. This year, I am. I'm feeling the same way I normally do. Like it hits August, and I'm like, all right, let's start ramping up. How about you? Yeah. Uh, last night we got together for some cornhole. Us and some of the other uh, teachers from Forest Hill Central. A, a few. John, how'd that go? You know what, Brad? It went really well. Uh, I got matched up with Ken George, and you got matched up with Tony Saltini, and those are the two best teams at the tournament. That's that's how it ended up. It was like a Boston Celtics Lakers 1980s finals, right? I mean, it, it was. was it was an it was an epic matchup. Not that the other competitors weren't up to the task, but we had. I think some pretty memorable cornhole games last we did. night. We did. It was. I mean, you guys smoked us in the first round. We had a hard draw. You guys get versus us, and you took us down pretty hard. And so Ken and I had to play all the way through the losers bracket, and it's double elimination. And you guys didn't lose, so we got to the very end to go against you again. We had to beat you two games in a row, and did. Even and though you did. were down in the second game, anyhow, and it was dark. It was. Yeah. Oh yeah! Congrats, that was epic. Thank my, you, sir. We, I will tell my my children's children about that that game someday. <laughs> I and, hope you do. And the uh, and the, and the comeback. If it, I don't get a incredible. statue at some point, I'm going to be very disappointed. At, le- at least I was in the arena. Um, so anyhow, yeah. I was so hey, say it was la- it was talking to those guys last night, Mr. Manders and Mr. Lebens. That really got me thinking about prep periods and what time, what classes, and what I'm. You know how I'm going to start running my days, and so the mindset is starting to shift back. Exactly. To uh, yeah. how can I be the best teacher for yeah. and do the best for my kids? And actually, I was a little bit the other day. I was driving down the road, and uh, a student pulled up next to me, uh, a former student. I can't even think of who it was at this point, but he rolled down the window. He's graduated a few years ago, and he's like, "Mr. Fisher." I was like, "Hey, man, nice Jeep," because he had a Jeep too. And I said, "You know," and uh, he's like, "Hey." Thanks for making my high school so memorable and amazing. And then he just drove away. And damn it, that didn't feel pretty good. Yeah, that's hey, that's that's better than any bonus bonus you can get. Yeah. And uh, you know, that's uh, that's that's what you do it for right there, it right? Is. It's 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 nice to know that you made a difference. It is. And we're we're hopefully back to that. I'm going to be all to the good. I'm crossing my fingers, crossing my toes and I'm just going to be all positive until the day we have to go back and if there's changes, there's changes, but uh, I'm believing that we're going to be back and and speaking of being back 99 days until the uh, Gridiron Growler game, John. 99 days. We don't Very have to talk anymore about, about it. We will have a complete uh, lead up to that. 99 days until the. So we're under the 100 day mark. You know, November we 6th. Get somebody to film it this year. We, we got, did last year. We got to get it filmed. We got to get it on YouTube. We Maybe did last year. Get you a didn't snippet get, on FX. Okay, well, I didn't you, play last year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, COVID. Okay, so you can visit the, you the, can, the C word that we don't usually mention on yeah, our show. You can visit uh, GridironGrowler.com. You can watch the highlights. And um, there will be highlights again this year, John, and I'd you'll like be in them. You've, you've, been, you've been an integral part of, the, uh, uh, of every team you've played on. So um, homecoming week, September 20th to the 24th. That seems like a ways away, but it is not. Uh, there's, there's people already building their floats. The freshmen, sophomore, juniors, and senior uh, class officers are already hopefully building their floats. We have a parade route. I'm very excited to tell you. Laura Stiles met with Cascade Township. The parade route is going to start at the new Ranger Stadium entryway. It's going to go past the tailgate grounds uh, at that back parking lot. It's going to go out. um, And we're asking folks, the tailgating is going to take place right behind Ranger Stadium, but we're also asking folks who live in Stoneshire. The the parade got a little long. It it, it gets it tends to get spread out, becomes a little bit of an accordion. So we're we're shortening it. It's still as many participants, but it's going to cut it right down Hall Street. So we're asking the Stoneshire folks and anybody that lives down 
Hall Street to to head to near the tennis courts and the baseball uh, stadium and the softball stadiums so that they can line that area with their children, with their you know their lawn chairs and what have you. It's going to go down Hall Street. It's going to hook a right on Paradise Lake. It's going to go snake down through Paradise Lake. Paradise Lake is the traditional route that it has always been. And then it'll come back down Ada Drive from... Um, uh, Paradise Lake, and it's going to loop around. And it's going to be a great time. So that has been finalized. There's going to be road closures, and uh, we're ready to go there. So September 20, 20th to the 24th, mark your calendars. And uh, that Friday night, we're hopefully going to see an FHC football victory against Greenville. Absolutely. Uh, one clarifying question for you, Brad. So in years past, we've had uh, really cool um, sports cars in the parade, like convertibles for the court to ride in. And uh, last year we did, um, we had, I think we had the court and some veterans. Oh, two years ago, yep. We had the veterans and the court riding in the backs of Jeeps. I want Jeeps. Are we going to go back to Jeeps? I think we're going to stick with Jeeps. I think Jeeps, I think we are a Jeep parade in the sense that I want the Jeeps to lead the parade. And I like the American Legion leading the parade each year. You can have different marshals, and I have a couple of ideas. There's two marshals I want to tease out. Um, I can, we can talk about him here in just a second, but I like the Jeeps. I like the American Legion in the lead Jeep. I like, um, uh, Bob, Robert buys or Roger buys. I'm, I'm sorry. The name's escaping Mr. Buys. He's an FHC graduate, Forceville's graduate. And he's the guy who has ca- traditionally carried the flag the last couple of parades. So he's in front till he wants to carry it as long as he wants to carry that flag. But we did come across this really cool, um, club called the horseless carriage club out of the Gilmore Car Collection Museum. and You mean like Model T's and stuff? Or so are we talking like I'm, old school? So every Sunday morning, I don't know if we've discussed this, every Sunday morning I have a routine. I get up, I take my car down to Camp Buck Corner, I gas it up, I take it over, get a car wash, vacuum it out, bring it back, get my wife's, do the same thing. Anyways, it's a whole thing. And then I go grocery shopping. I'm kind of weird about my Sundays. Um, anyways, I'm at Camp Buck Corner and all of a sudden like 10 Model T's and these old cars start puttering down Whitneyville Avenue. And I'm like, holy crap, what's going on? Like, is this, is this a parade or a tour or what have you? And one of the guys happened to pull in and I talked to him and he's like, yep, horseless carriage club. We do this every year, this, this time of the year. And there's, you know, like hundreds of these guys who own these cars and they kind of coordinate a little route around Grand Rapids. And so I asked him if they would like to be in our parade. So hopefully we get a couple of uh, old time vehicles. How cool is that? That's, I'm, I'm away from the mic. That was, that's really cool. That'd be awesome to add yeah. another group of people like that. Just another cool aspect. Hey, of, Cause the parade's then, already got a lot of character, but why not have a little bit more? Yeah. And they're, and they're Grand Rapids guys. And, and some of them live in fact, right here in Cascade, you know, Alto, Ada area. So, so we're going to plug those guys in. So the, the homecoming, you're going to start to see a lot about that. And I, I think that's a week that's really going to be, you know, barring any unforeseen societal disruptions, that's going to be the week where we kind of proclaim, um, you know, our, our heritage and we're back. And then speaking of heritage, Cascade Heritage Day, we can speak freely about it now, John. See that, guys? That was a really good transition. They call that a segue, I think, in the business. I, mean, <laughs> I, I was, I've been working on it. I've been practicing that in the mirror for a whole week. Anyhow, the Cascade Heritage Day is a go. We it talked is. about it last time. I'm so proud, John. That's amazing, Brad. I mean, you've done so much footwork on that. It was, it started off with like you and I, uh, you know, chatting over these microphones, I think. And then when Grace Lesperance came in, we kind of, you know, she provided a catalyst. She did. She then she, we talked she to co- talked chief majors. Fall would be a great time for yep. it, and yeah, right. And yeah. and it just, I think there's a perfect set of circumstances that are going to allow for us to have this event. And barring any, uh, you know, any weather anomalies, I'm praying that there won't be. This should be a fun event for all ages. It is for there's a 5K and a fun run, 
in the morning. There's a beer tent. So, you know, if you've been training and you want to have so your cold frosty beverage, or you know, and enjoy sitting around and drinking exactly. both of those categories. Yes, fit. yes, you can do both. And then there's a cornhole tournament. So anybody who's a cornhole enthusiast, we have a, a competitive division. We have an open division. We have a school age division. And we're hoping we have enough competitors that we don't have to combine, right? Because John, you're a competitive division guy. I'm an open division guy. I'm going to tell you right now, you need to be in that competitive division. I, I mean, you say that, and then you beat me in the first game last hey, night. Well, you know, soundly, I, so. I'm the son of Dan Anderson, and so I, I sometimes, occasionally, I rise to the Dan occasion. Anderson and how he's never thrown a cornhole bag before, and then that guy. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if, if you if you've ever listened or if you've ever played cornhole. Uh, if you throw the same number of bags on the hole and, or in the hole and on the board, it's called a wash. All right. And so I played heads up against Dan. He and I were on the same si- side and we, I don't remember who my, oh, I had Jeff Manders and I don't remember who your dad's He's with Isaac was. Haywood, my Isaac neighbor. Haywood. Yep. 96 and graduate. I didn't score a single point against your dad because whatever I did, he matched it. He, the, the guy, he, whatever it is, he, he rises to the occasion and if, if it's a game he's playing for the first time, he is like almost instantly competitive. And he's 70 years old. He's one of the most fit human beings. He's like the bionic man. And so, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that night that he just like caught on to, he's never played it before. I mean, yeah. he, he's played bocce ball. He's played, you know, goat balls or whatever it's called, but hadn't played bags before. And uh, that's what I'm calling it. Hey, that's what I'm calling it. John's back there giggling. Um, anyhow, Cascade Heritage Day, we've got the, uh, the cornhole. And, and then at night, we have the beer tent and live band Signal Point playing 80s and 90s hits, and I believe some 70s hits. And so it's just, here's the deal. If you're a listener and you are a recent graduate, you know, you're of the Tommy Hendricks crowd, right? Right. When you come home next fall for homecoming and you come to the football game, stay home that additional Saturday and walk yourself down Play some cornhole with your with your college and your old say, high school all buddies. All those guys, all those guys, all those ladies, all of them who graduated recently, they should really get in the cornhole tournament. There's no excuse. You know they're playing in college. You know they're playing in college, and then come around and, and then stick around for the for the beer tent. And then if your kids are out of the dance, so there's an 800 person dance uh, that night, um, uh, DJed by Brandon Hill, Forest Hill Central graduate. If your if your kids go out, go to the go to the the beer tent and live music. And if you have small children. Go to the beer tent and live music. Bring your because it's family your, friendly. It's family friendly, and there's going to be. Uh, if I don't see some car carriers sitting on tables next to the parents drinking, I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah, because as long as you're drinking responsibly, this is Grand Rapids. This is Forest Hills. Yeah, this. Yeah, you know that's part. It's of It's a family friendly event, and uh, it's going to be a great, great time for for the family, for everybody, for returning graduates, for alumni. I put a post up on my. I don't know how many of my my class of 2000 brethren. Uh, fellow graduates, listen to this. But uh, we didn't have our twentieth uh, uh, reunion. In yeah, fact, we, we, didn't, we didn't. We didn't have, have a five. Either. We didn't have a ten. Just circumstances didn't dictate that we got together. So I'm encouraging. I'm encouraging them. Hey, we didn't have a reunion. Come back to this. Come back and go to the beer tent. Go to the band. Play the cornhole. Let's get together and and celebrate um, the city or the town of Cascade together. And it really runs parallel to, quite frankly, FHC homecoming. So, and, but you don't have to be a ranger to come. You just need to be, um, you need to, be, need to want to have some fun. Yeah, that's it. absolutely. That's it. That's what we want. It's just so. a community event, an excuse to get together and have fun and, you know, enjoying each other's company and the camaraderie. Yeah, exactly. You so. can go to www. 
CascadeHeritageDay.com, CascadeHeritageDay.com. You can register for the 5K, the Fun Run, the Cornhole Tournament. And here, this is something that I'm going to add. So if you go there tonight, you won't be able to get this feature. You will be able to pre-purchase tokens is what I'm working on. So um, we're not going to have tickets. We're going to have tokens. And it's going to be a really neat little commemorative item. If you don't spend them, I imagine you will spend them, but you can pre-order them because uh, it's going to be a cash only event this first time around. We don't have the infrastructure. For, so anyways, it's cash only. Bring your cash or buy your, your tokens uh, online. So CascadeHeritageDay.com. CascadeHeritageDay.com. Hope you sign up. Hope we have a great, great time that and day. And one more so, time, what day is that going to be, September Brad? 25th. 25th. And 2021. And there's no excuse not to be there. I'm telling you what, my my. 40th birthday, I've said it a couple of times, is the night before. I couldn't think of a better place to spend it than at Ranger Stadium, being there for the homecoming crowning, being there for the tailgate, and then the next day celebrating with the entire town. That is my that is my personal dream. So anyhow, moving on. Uh, summer strength and conditioning wrapped up today. Uh, we finished with a red flag Anderson special. I put these guys through a brutal workout. I tell you what, though, John, as I told them, I could have gone medieval on them and made them throw up pretty quickly because I've got some, you know, some crazy Wait, did you get stuff. The I went and to cinder blocks. Back I went out? to. I went to. I did. We did. I mean, we didn't get the chains and cinder blocks out, but we got these things called brats. This wasn't my idea. This is. Uh, well, if you look behind me, there's a sandbag. There's a 37 pound sandbag that I used to train, and a 20 pound medicine ball right here in the garage. Anyhow, Joe Sabolski, who's actually um, 2004, 2008 Olympian, eighth day fitness uh, gym owner. He is at the CrossFit World Games with a team right now oh, in wow. Milwaukee. That's their Olympic. That's like their Olympics, right? Yeah. So he came up with this idea. He took uh, tractor tire inner tubes and filled them with gravel. So he has 70 pound, he calls them brats because they look like brats. They're clamped with metal zip ties and they're 70 pounds, 50 pounds, and 35 pounds. So imagine all the fun Brad Anderson can have. With, yeah. with those things. So the, these kids were carrying them up and down the field and crawling with them and moving them. And anyhow, uh, I, I threw everything but the kitchen sink at these football players in, in, in the second group, and they took it, and they recovered, and they did it with a plum. I am so proud of our Ranger athletes and this, uh, this program. And I, and I got to thank, personally, I got to thank Tim Rogers and Clark Udell, who I'm going to talk about here in just a moment. Uh, Tim Rogers has administered the entire uh, program this summer with the support of Clark Udell in the athletic office. And of course, Carol Spries, who, um, although retired, she was integral in getting it all started. Um, but, but, but thanks to, and I hopefully I don't leave anybody out. And if I remember anybody along the way, I'll, I'll say their name, but, uh, Kevin Zaschek, who was the former uh, hockey coach. And he now is the assistant volleyball, volleyball coach, Greg Hudkins, Dave Fortino, our new trainer, CJ Strasser who we've talked about, Tony Saltini, and uh, one of our new coaches, a young coach, uh, Kyle Lorenz, nice nice young man uh, who has joined our staff and is doing a great job and thrilled to have him on board. So thanks to all those students and thanks to the parents for getting your kids out of bed at 6.30 a.m. and getting them, getting them to the school and getting them training. I, I, I mean, I, that's not a lot of schools doing that. That shows a lot of dedication by those athletes, though. I mean... If you if you really want to excel, excel at your sports in the off season, you got to work. And if you're working with Brad Anderson and Tony Saltini and Tim Rogers and all those guys, yeah, uh, people, you're working. Yeah, <laughs> I can they, guarantee that. It was it was it was work. And so they they got they got leaner, stronger, meaner, faster, and and mentally tougher. And that's that's our game. And uh, all of us coaches are on the same page, and we're training up young kids to 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 be not only 
And that's what I told him. I said, <laughs> a lot of the football players, I said, listen, guys, and, and, and girls, ladies, uh, when you're a parent, when you're an adult, you carry heavy things all the time. Uh, you know, when you go to the beach, you got a bag, you got your launchers, you got your cooler. Uh, you're carrying salt bags into the house. You're carrying uh, rocks. And, uh, and maybe that's your profession someday. Maybe you're roofing and you're taking stuff onto the roof or oh, you're yeah, a carpenter no or what have you. So, you know, we're not only training these kids for, and that, this is my cell, is that we're not only training them for the sport, we're training them for life. I mean, that's functional training. There's no doubt about Absolutely. it. If you're working the cores and, 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 you know, strengthening that core area, then that's functional for life. That That's the kind of fitness, not to dive too deep down a rabbit hole, but core work is the kind of fitness that will keep you healthy for the rest of your life if you continue to do it. Absolutely. It lowers the risk of heart attacks. It keeps you healthier. You, your flexibility, your mobility... It staves off sedentary lifestyles and all sorts of illnesses. John, I think we need to get two 70-pound brats here and get in a workout before the next... Uh... <laughs> Brad, John... you're not wrong. We just talked about how I had a physical on Monday and uh, my blood pressure is a we little could, higher than I'd we like could it both to be. Eat it. I think we, it just we, spiked we, a little we bit right We could both there. use it. Uh, I've been eating pasties, nothing but pasties for the last week, so I could definitely use the workout. I Anyhow. Know, Brad, I, I really need to stop. There's this dad thing that you do when your kids don't finish their food. You feel like, oh, that's going to go to waste if I don't eat it. I got to yes. eat these chicken tenders and I got to eat. Yes. And so we eat a bunch eat of garbage. You're not even hungry, but you eat it so it doesn't waste. That is a bad mindset. And I got to get out of it because clearly right. it's starting to have an effect. I'm, I'm almost 40, Brad, and I just can't do that anymore. No, so. no. All right. I'm going to bring some brats and uh, we'll, we'll get after it. Uh, community news. FHC freshman orientation is August 17th. So make sure you keep an eye out for that. If you're an incoming freshman, look forward to welcoming you to the halls of FHC. Pine Ridge welcomes Nathan Peltz as the new principal. He's been actively reaching out to uh, Pine Ridge families already. In fact, my, my daughter got a... Uh, an advance birthday card from Mr. Peltz already. Uh, her birthday's coming up August 5th, Stella, uh, Stella's birthday. Central Middle School welcomes new principal John Hag. I look forward to uh, meeting John and, and stopping in there, hopefully in the next couple weeks and introducing myself. I always like to know the principals. I mean, a lot of the stuff that we do and being a coach in the district and Central Middle School is an important uh, and integral component of the success of our district and our students. Not and that's to mention, very... my kid's going to be there, not this year, but next year, and yours is going to be there the next year after right, that. So right. we, we're just curious about who's going to be running the show, right? Yeah, and I, and I hear great things, and uh, I look forward to meeting John. Um, Fightful football is underway. Youth camp was this week, so if I think you were in the 78ers uh, crowd, you were up at the high school getting the tutelage of the coaches that I just mentioned, excited for Fightful football to be back. Um, all fall sports start August 9th. High school sports start August 9th, and we've got a lot of youth sports kicking off. I kind of have to um, you know, decide what our kids are doing. Some of them are already involved, but I know you're going to be heavily involved in soccer. So that's all starting in the next couple of weeks. So yeah. take a deep, deep breath, John. We are about to be on the go for a nine-month stretch. Yeah, right? I just signed up my, my soccer team, my youth soccer team, to do a tournament here in Grand Rapids the weekend before school starts. So Sunday we'll you're have a, a soccer for punishment, game, my and friend. the next day we have school. Uh, it was a good opportunity, and it's going to get the kids in good shape, and it's going to get them some reps before the season starts. So, you know, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. It's a great time. If they like to play, why not? If, if it's fun and the kids enjoy being together, absolutely go for it. Uh, Ada Music on the Lawns uh, on these Wednesdays. You can hear the highway. That's I-96 in the background, by the way. Um, here at my house, it's planes, trains, and automobiles. Got the airport about a mile from, oh, man. from my that house. Oh, man. me John Candy? Yeah. <laughs> you're Steve Martin. I'm John I'm Candy. I'm Steve Martin. You're John Candy. Oh. You are Del Griffith. <laughs> I'm lovable. <laughs> Tell Griffith. 
uh, if you know that reference. It's um, a great reference. Yeah, it's a great reference. And I could, uh, hey, I would take hanging out with you over an insurance conference any day of the week, my friend. Agreed. Right? Great. Hey, there you go. <laughs> that That's how excellent. well I love that movie. Um, so August 4th, the B-Side Growlers, uh, tradition-inspired toe-tap and vintage blues, jazz, and country, will be at the Ada Music on the Lawn Wednesdays. I tell you what, the Ada Historical Society has been really great about sending out updates about... Um, uh, trade route Tuesdays, and they have these walking tours in the Ada Historical Society. Stop in there, check it out. My kids love it. It's a great hour stop out of your day. To, whether you're an adult, uh, you've lived here your whole life, you just you just moved here. You have small children, high school children. It's definitely worth a stop to see where our heritage uh, lies at the uh, Ada Historical Society. Go check that out. Uh, Meyer Garden Summer Concert Series uh, is up and running this week. I did not write down who's playing this week, so. Uh, John, do you have that information or no? I see you checking your phone over there. I okay, know, so uh, assure, assuredly, it is somebody we're somebody not going to see. Somebody we couldn't get tickets to, that's for sure. <laughs> it's somebody amazing from our childhood that yeah. we will, you know, verb pipe. someone I always wanted to see, and now I've missed It's going to be like five miles away, and we can't go. Um, so also, Cascade Firefighters Association charity hockey game, Saturday, August 14th at 6.30 p.m. Patterson Ice Arena features current and retired NHL hockey players. Proceeds will support Gildas Club. Riding for Ryan, Cascade Firefighters Association. Um, and so go check that out uh, Saturday, August 14th at 6.30 p.m. That sounds like a good day to stop by Schmoes and then go to the hockey game or in the opposite order, take your kids in there for some root beer floats and, and have a good time. And So it looks like John Schmoes is going to be one of the vendors that will be at the Cascade Heritage Day. Uh, them nice. along with Yes, so Schmoes will be there. In fact, one of the things we're encouraging them to bring is root beer for the kids. I so got they a will too be excited about that, Brad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I might have overreacted. I, you know John what? loves his schmoes. I do. I love Gravel Bottom. I love schmoes. I love all of our local breweries. Thorn Apple Brewing. I just went yeah. there the other day. You got to support your local people. You Absolutely. Got to sh- got to support your. I almost said support your local people. Um, anyhow, so uh, we're just tired people. I yeah, swear. That's yeah. All. It's been a long it's day. A long believe day. it or not, I just got done playing softball. Yeah, I stink and I'm sweaty and it's all right. Yeah. Hey, we're 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 powering through. So the shirt, uh, the shirt, the, the shirt. shirt will be revealed on Friday, August 13th. Available for sale at the freshman orientation, August 16th. There will be a, a order. Um, the school will also have a small inventory of adult and child sizes to purchase at the different events. I believe that the athletic boosters will have. Uh, shirts available for a limited time only at the first fo- first and maybe second football game, but otherwise you're going to have to order that. It's it's through Radco Apparel. They're really good about getting, um, you know, it's like a 10-day turnaround and you will have the shirt, and we encourage you to wear the shirt, which is our spirit shirt for the entire year, on Fridays. I wear mine almost every Friday, but most importantly, that homecoming Friday, September 24th, and then subsequent important spirit days throughout the year. It's just a great way to know that across the board, uh, our goal, uh, 2019, we sold 3,500 shirts. And this year, we're hoping to meet or exceed that. So yeah, challenge see, challenge thrown down. We need to see more of those shirts out in the community. It's it's going to be just like wearing a, you know, you, sometimes you see a, somebody else wearing your college shirt and you're like, hey, fire up chips. Same thing. If you see somebody in the community wearing the shirt and you recognize each other as true Rangers fans, you got to say, go Rangers. And go just, Rangers. You know, head out on your way. And just Absolutely. Make that small community connection. Uh, it's it's a point of pride to get those shirts. I'm, I'm not kidding. It, it really, you know, it, the money goes towards good causes and, and, and it, it binds everybody together as part of the community. So do yeah, it. There, there's no greater sight for me. And I know for the football team, the band, uh, the coaches, and quite frankly, the other side looking over on homecoming Friday and looking across 
and seeing a sea of green or white or gray or black, whatever we decide that the shirt color will I'm be. I'm a fan of Heather so. Gray myself. You're, you're, a Heather, uh, <laughs> you're a Heather Gray guy. Well, I, I think it, it, it might be forest green this year. We're, we're still just making some final tweaks. Anyhow, um, rain, this brings us to our, our, our Ranger summer recommendations. Rule is that it must be within a 15-minute drive of Ranger country. John, I'm going to throw it to you. Yours is – I'm very curious about this, so please tell me. All right. Third Nature Brewing Company is my Ranger recommendation. And, folks, I know – I think that if you were to stand on the northernmost point of Ranger Country, get in your car, and drive, <laughs> of course, just the speed limits all the way there, you could probably make it within 15 minutes. Google Maps disagrees slightly. It says 17, but I think, you know, most of us can uh, get it there. Anyway, so it's, nor- it's, it's north of Rockford High School, Third Nature Brewing Company, and it's, it's kind of tucked out in the middle of nowhere. If you didn't know it was there, you would not run across it. Um, but this place is amazing. You, the indoor area itself, not all that big. It's, it's got huge glass garage doors that open up, nice bar and, and stuff like that. Um, but the, the outdoor seating area is just unimaginably cool, Brad. There's trees all around because it's in the middle of nature. It's got a giant patio, picnic Does tables. it have food? Oh, they've got food. They've got excellent food, Brad. That's great. So you set out around a, a fire pit or you set at a table or you stand at one of the barrels that they have out there. You can order, you know, there's sandwiches, there's there's french fries, there's there's something for everybody. Last time I went there, I think I had a uh, a Korean bowl with like rice and kimchi <laughs> That's and stuff. Awesome. Which, you know, it was oh, good. Oh man, my wife really would good. love that. It was yeah. phenomenal. Robin and I had that together. Um, they've got great beverages, but the nice thing about it is it's one of those outdoor venues where, you know, there's cornhole boards and stuff set up so you could sit and tra- chat with your adult friends and the kids, if they're old enough to be, you know, respectful and not set things on fire, you could just send them off a little bit away. Yeah, to play, oh, that's fantastic. Climb on those rocks or play cornhole or do some, you know, so that's just a perfect spot. It's, it's my ranger recommendation. Go there, Third Nature Brewing Company. Um, check it out. Find, find the address on Google and uh, you won't regret it. I guarantee it. That's awesome. I'll, I, I will definitely check it out. In fact, my, that's my, where my wife is right now. She's visiting uh, with her parents. She went up and, and they live on 10 Mile. So it's you know, right around the corner. It is. And we'll check it out. Certainly. I, I can't wait. Third Nature Brewing Company. So my Ranger recommendation is one that uh, it's, it's a bit old school and there's a little backstory to it, but the Honey Creek Inn in Cannonsburg. I love that little Cannonsburg enclave right there. There's the um, there's the gas station with the moose out front, right? Mm-hmm. And so back when my wife, back in the early 2000s, when I first started dating my wife, she lived in Rockford. I lived here in, in Cascade. And so I would always kind of stop at that gas station halfway. And one day I was in the gas station early in the morning uh, on my way, I think, uh, to, to teach at Rockford. And I was like, I smell biscuits and gravy. Like I can smell biscuits and gravy anywhere. Don't tease me, Brad. (laughs) And I went around the corner. I'm like, is there a restaurant here? And sure enough, I go around the corner and there's the most quaint hometown village, little greasy spoon hole in the wall, mom and pop shop called the grist mill. You've not heard of the grist mill. Well, I knew of the grist mill only because gravel bottom has a beer called grist mill. (laughs) (laughs) So the grist mill, the grist mill, is this, and this isn't my recommendation, this is, I don't know why, I'm, I, but this is right there in Cannonsburg, and you go back there, and they have, I will tell you a dish one time, I had the dish, it's called the Don, it's named after the owner, Don, whoever, right? And He's clearly in the mafia. It is, um, it, it is, it is four huge buttermilk biscuits, 
with a fried egg on top of each one of those, with a sausage patty on top of Brad, each one of those. Brad, we just talked about how my blood pressure is too high and I have to stop eating Covered in sausage stuff. gravy. Covered in sausage You're gravy. Killing me. So anyways, we took out my family one time and I ate the whole darn thing, John. I was like comatose. Have you ever been where you just like, you want to go, you want to get home. You yeah, want to go to your couch. so much that the blood has to leave oh your brain God. to help your stomach process I was worthless. My wife was so mad. She was like, I can't believe you ate that whole thing. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. You should, have, can, you should have gotten a shirt that said, can't believe I ate the whole can't thing. Can't believe I ate the Don. Anyways, the gristmill is right across the street. I think it's the bottle top or the bottle cap. It's like a beer, you know, uh, it's a you know a beverage store right across. And then there's the Honey Creek Inn. Anyways, the Honey Creek Inn is this, you know, older style Irish slash Polish um, just absolutely delightful little restaurant um, tucked in there in Cannonsburg, which is a historic little nook as it is. Um, so little Brett Anderson history. Um, when I went to ask my wife for her, you know, when I went to propose to her, I had this plan. I was going to take her to Townsend Park, one of her childhood favorites, which is around the corner. We were going to go eat at uh, the Honey Creek Inn. And as we're at the Honey Creek Inn, John, a storm rolled in the likes of which you know, just, it, it was just, it was unbelievable. It, the, the skies turned black. There was rolling thunder. I that mean, it was like a bad omen. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> Did no, you no, not no. promote, promote <laughs> propose at that the, point? No, no, no. You hear me out here. So, okay. so I'm like, and all of a sudden you can hear the hail coming down and there's thunder and there's lightning. So I'm like, dang it. I have this ring and I, and I want to propose and I have this neat little, like I was going to take her to this bridge and I had this whole plan, but what is my motto, John? Improvise, adapt, and overcome. Improvise, Brad. adapt, and overcome. So I'm like, all right, Anderson, you need to get you need to get it together. So I go to the bathroom and I take the ring out and I'm looking at the ring. And there's in a, the mirror. In I the hope. mirror. Okay. And I'm like, all right, you're doing this. Like this is happening. You're gonna go, you're gonna ask her right here at the table. This is gonna be a great story. And as I was thinking this, poof, power goes out. <laughs> I am in a windowless bathroom at Honey Creek Inn. And the power goes out. It is pitch black. The only the, thing you needed to do is drop the ring to make the story <laughs> a sitcom. The, 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 so I walk out and I'm tripping over things because it's the skies are so black. It's like completely dark in this restaurant. So I find my booth. I sit down. And as and lo and behold, there was a single candle lit at the table. I grabbed her hand. I reached over, you know, and the rest is history. I asked her to marry me. And just as we were kissing... The waitress walked over and said, hey, I caught you kissing, you know, uh, know, kind of like joking with us. And I said, well, I just asked her to marry me. And and, and she goes, you're kidding me. And I said, no, I, it, she announced it to the whole, we got a free bottle of wine, nice. free dessert. Somebody picked up our dinner. And then my wife and I had the joke for a few years was like, hey, let's do this like every let's other week. Let's go engaged Bunny <laughs> Creek Inn. Let's, no, let's go. I, hey, say, let's, I think I just learned the moral of the story let's here. Go, let's go to Bonefish next week and like fake propose. <laughs> I would never do that. I'm a man of integrity. I would never do that. But anyways. No, but maybe some of our listeners don't. No, Honey, no, no, Honey no, no. Creek Inn. Honey Creek Inn is, is great. It's, it has beers on tap. Great it has, food it, there. It's, it's, it's great for that. You can, you can bring the kiddos, sit them in a booth. There's, there's food for everybody. They have, um, they have a nice, uh, like I said, Polish, Irish kind of like rugged country, but also very um, chic type food. It's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. And the so, aesthetics inside there are pretty uh, earthy. It's kind of like a, um, a log farmhouse rustic. Look. Yeah, farmhouse. That's a good, right? good descriptor. And and they've got sports on TV, and the and the wait staff is always incredible. So go check out the Honey Creek Inn, and uh, if you sit sit in the second to last booth on the right, that's uh, that's that's oh my, the booth. That's, that's the Anderson. That's booth. the Anderson booth. We go back there every so often. So, anyways, uh, onto our community shout outs. Um, John, 
community shout out this week. I'm distracted by how beautiful your proposal story was. Okay, I'm sorry. All right. Uh, hey, I have, I have a lot of great stories. You know? really yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, thanks. Um, Improvise, so adapt, overcome. My uh, community shout out this week is my buddy Dave Tyler. So Dave Tyler is a man who is here in our community. And I actually, I ran this by Brad today. I said, do you think this would be a good community shout out? I mean, obviously, he's a friend of mine. You're, you know him. He's played in the Gridiron Growler. But he's not just a friend. He also, he coaches Little League Baseball. He uh, has helped out with his, his daughter's soccer team. He is a physical therapist at Cascade um, uh, CPR, Center for, uh, for Physical Rehab, there on Cascade Road near the high school. And so I've been to him for physical therapy. I know that several other staff members have been specifically to him, have gone there and have had him work on knees and shoulders. Right. And My stuff. dad's been to him. Yeah, I was going to say, he's not allowed to disclose to me who's gone to him because right. of HIPAA, but I often have people tell me, oh, I went to... I went to right. see your buddy because, you know, he'll be talking while he's injuring you. Well, fixing the injuries, but it hurts. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, just lots of our lots of our students, lots of our student athletes have gone to that location and have have had uh, Brad, Brad, have had Dave, Dave. work on them. <laughs> we both so, have shaved heads. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, Dave is a good man. He is a good he's dude. He's a really good man. Like, he just, I, I, you can tell he's got, he's got the qualities of uh, a, a mix that, that, like, really – rare mix of stoicism and frankness uh but also fun and, and and he's a good guy that seems like he's up for an adventure and he play he plays in the gridiron growler game i've lined up against him i've lined up next to him he's a ferocious competitor on the field he's a great comrade in arms after whether you have competed with him or against him um and yeah, I mean, he's just a great guy. I'm glad that he's he's in our circle of uh, friendship that, that that we have this this great cascade group of guys that are just good people, good dads, solid citizens, and community members. And he's also got news, right? Yeah, Isn't he does. He? Dave Tyler is uh, on August 14th, so very quickly coming up. He's going to be marrying Jackie Paps, Jacqueline Paps, Forstall Central graduate, she, two class she of two thousand. Graduated two thousand with you. Yep. She worked at um, Eastern as a chemistry teacher there, and uh, now she's doing Michigan virtual teaching. So she's still an educator, but yeah, she and Brad actually. Or she and Brad, dang it. Uh, she and Dave <laughs> met because they were they had both gone. Uh, they had both separated. They had both gotten divorced, unfortunately, and. Uh, I was friends with both of them, and I realized, hey, I should have these two meet each other. And so I kind of I hooked them up. And you, you were I Cupid. Did. It was me. Oh man, that's awesome. And See, Brad, not hey, only that, way, way to take my story and one up it. I don't know if you know this or not, but you're looking at a, a minister, Brad. Because get I, out of here. I am a certified minister by the. American. Are you officiating I the am wedding? Officiating their wedding. I just bought a suit, a new suit today, Brad. I'm going to be up there. I John, I threatened to Fisher, get some clerical garb, but a suit seems more appropriate. Magnificent, magnificent son of a gun! You're you're officiating a wedding. I am right here, and he's getting married right here in Cascade. By the way, they're getting married at their house in the backyard. Very, you know, like small kind of a service, and that's fantastic. It's, it's going to be a good time. So I'm looking forward to that. You know, they're going to have a beautiful life together, and I've never officiated a wedding, and I love talking, so that should be a great combination. <laughs> Is there like a cutoff motion, like John? Yeah. Okay. People in the audience are like, "No jokes right now, man. You, this is so. This is totally down a rabbit hole, and I'm not. I don't want to get too far into it. But you know, there's a period in your life where you go to a lot of weddings, and you see the good and the bad. True. And there's some weddings where you're like, "Oh my gosh, what are we doing here? Like, what what are we doing? And then there's others you're like, "Man, this was incredible. Like, and I and I'm only going to go with this. The sooner you can transition from the Entry of the wedding party to the dancing, the better, right? 
Would you agree? I yes. mean, and and for me, the the sooner you play a Michael Jackson tune or in this case, a Bruno Mars tune in this generation, the faster you're going to get people out there, and then the party just keeps rolling. It does. I love a good wedding, man. I uh, Yeah. So one thing that you got to know about uh, Dave, though, he's a great guy. He's fiercely loyal, all those things that we said. But there is one, he has one downfall. Uh, he's a terrible, terrible judge of music. He really loves hard, heavy, alternative music from the 1990s. You know, the kind of stuff that when we were young and angsty, we probably listened to. And so... He's not even allowed to have his phone at his own wedding because the bride and everyone else, frankly, is afraid that he'll try to <laughs> he'll try to influence the DJ to play Corn or Tool or Bush or you know Nine Inch Nails or somebody like that. So he's a lot of things. He's a great man, but uh, his music is terrible. I just got to I'm gonna throw it out there right now. Dave, hey, I hope you hear this. John, your music is terrible. John said it. I didn't. You know, I hey, love good, you, buddy. For, good for you, man. Hey, um, so my community shout out is uh, Clark Udell. Uh, Clark is our FHC athletic director. He was a 1986 graduate of FHC. He was a soccer player on one of the first teams, uh, played for Coach Stacy back in the day. Um, Calvin graduate, soccer and baseball, longtime PE teacher uh, in the district, was the longtime boys and girls soccer coach. In fact, he was the first coach, John, uh, not many know this. He was the first coach in Michigan in MHSA history. He won the boy, and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna mix, mix this up, but I think he won, he won a girls state, he coached a girls soccer state championship, and a boys soccer state championship in the same year. So like, see back to back seasons, right? Um, and he was the first to do that of the same program, which is incredible. And that was in 2004 and 2005. Um, for those great accomplishments, uh, Clark was a part of our inaugural um, Athletic Hall of Fame class uh, back in so. 2016. Yep, he was he was one of our very first inductees, and now sits on the uh, membership uh, committee. And you know, obviously honored for that accomplishment, but also being. Um, uh, an alumni and our longtime athletic director. Um, he helped start the FHC state championship flag flying tradition, which for those of you that don't know, I think we talked about it on one of our earlier episodes, but um, the, the state championship flag flying tradition was started by Terry Urquhart and Clark Udell back in, I believe, 2004 with Clark's soccer team. And the rule is that there has to be a state champion individual or team in the building or a reigning state champion in Forest Hill Central Ranger Country and the state championship flag will continue to fly. Well, that flag has flown continuously since 2004, meaning we have won in whatever sport a state championship each year since 2004, Um, usually in multiple seasons, which is really cool. And we do a state championship flag raising. Anyhow, Clark was one of the guys uh, behind that. He and and quite frankly, he he hired guys like Kyle Carhart, Jeremy Stacy, Todd Hartman, Tim Rogers, some of these longtime coaches that were also Ranger graduates. And and um, I believe I was his first hire. 
cool. back in 05, uh, the wrestling position became available. So he just can't get everything right, I, but he's done it. He's... <laughs> <laughs> he, got, he, he got a lot of good guys, but he got you, Brad. Jeez, Aris. Thanks, John. Just I really, hey, we're sitting in Streamside Hall, man. Can you, um, I don't on your home turf. I can't be throwing, I know. throwing barbs like yeah, that. Yeah, but uh, no, Clark, uh, I was 24 years old. I was I was student teaching at the time. Wasn't even a teacher. Um, I came in with a like a three piece suit on that I had bought the week before, and he's like, "Dude, don't ever wear this again." <laughs> Making the rest of us look <laughs> yeah. bad. And and he and he hired me on the spot after a conversation. We didn't have an interview. We had a really great conversation. He talked about philosophy, uh, a teaching, and 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 quite frankly, what started there was was a tutelage that uh, you know that's the thread when you when you are a coach in Clark Udell's athletic program. Um, he's still, he's like the coach of coaches. He, he, he brings you in, he'll talk you through. And I tell you what, I went from a young coach to a veteran coach and I might be one of the longest serving coaches in Ranger country, if not the district at this point. And, um, you know, there's been many, um, advisory conversations. There's been many, um, life conversations, quite frankly, not just about wrestling and athletics, but about, um, being a husband, being a father. And I think Clark, uh, one of the things that, uh, you always know where you stand with him. And he's one of those guys who he's going to give it to you straight. He follows things to the letter of the law. He is a guy who has a great heart for students and for families of FHC. And he's not afraid to hold people accountable, uh, you know, for their actions. And I know that um, in, in this day and age, it, being, being the athletic director a lot of times can be a thankless job. And um, I personally want to thank Clark for all that he's done for Ranger Country. Um, I've had all of his children in class, uh, Ross, Maya, Seth, Clay, I mean, I, I mean, Seth was a wrestler of mine, and, and, and I'd wrestle with him uh, yeah. at practice, and then, you know, his dad would, like, peek in, and I'm like, oh, crap, like, is this, is this okay? And, I mean, he, he, I had his son on the team, and he, he was so supportive, very hands-off, and, 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 and really, um, you know, is a great father, and, and, and you couldn't find a better human being than his wife, Lisa, no, yeah, who's, who's, thing, who's an incredible person, and you know they're an inspiring family, and uh, they're, they're they're Rangers through and through, and and I appreciate all that uh, all that Clark's done for for FHC Ranger Country, and his his legacy um, is going to be uh, one of you know integrity and doing things the right way. And he's always told me, he said, Brad, you know, I, I you know, the winning and losing is great, but you do things the right way, and when your head hits the pillow at night, you can sleep soundly. And so, you know, thank you, Clark. We really appreciate you. Yeah, he sounds Ranger like Country. the kind of guy that we should get on for an interview sometime. Maybe take him to uh, uh, Sundays at the Cottage, you know, for our pre-recording breakfast that we've done a few times this year. And right. Then, and then bring him in and, and to Streamside Hall he's and have a conversation got a lot, He's got a lot of history, and he's got a lot of little fun nuggets of things because he went to the old high school when it was the California campus, and he grew up here on the Thornapple River. So, yeah, he'd be a great yeah, guy. He, to, he knows a lot about Ranger Country. Yeah, he knows a lot about Ranger Country. So thank you, Clark. Uh, you're our community shout-out this week. All right, and then, and then we're going to finish up with the top five uh, Pure Michigan locations, according to Brad and John, and I think we're approaching our time limit here. So if you're looking for something to do, uh, if you're, you have a fall athlete, it's dead week next week. You have time to get in the car, to drive. Um, you still got a, you know, a couple weeks left. Uh, otherwise, highly recommend these things. And we were talking about it before, and I'm very partial to this because I'm fresh off this trip to Quamanon Falls, especially the lower falls. You can traverse it. Um, I saw pictures of you and your family traversing the river. We did. Pretty epic. Uh, so my buddy Mike Castillo uh, crossed it first, and... It, it rained a lot the month of July, and we did it last year, and it was really low. 
And this year, I, I just, I was very reserved. And as soon as Mike crossed it, I was like, okay, all right, we got to go because that's my friend and he's across and he took his kids across. But it, it Taquaman Falls is, is very. So did you just pitch a kid over each shoulder? Like I put. A, and just walk across? I put, I had my four-year-old. I was clutching her, you know, in my hands like precious cargo. And I was a, practically a Sherpa at this point because I've got like our lunch and our towels and like the kids towel. Like, yeah. So made it across to Commandant Falls is incredible. And you can actually like in the lower falls, you can go stand under the falls and it's, it's, it's really picturesque and really cool. Uh, Mackinac Island. I'm going to make it my goal to go to Mackinac Island once a summer. No, you've been Every on summer. the island, right? I, I've been on the island a, a handful of times, but we went. I took the kids for the first time uh, last week, and my kids are like, we, they want to live there. Do you guys like, go it's to incredible. the, what is it, the Pink Pony? What's the, I, the restaurant there? We did well, not on this trip, but, but on my first anniversary, we stayed across the street at a um, hotel. Sorry about that, John. Sorry. Right. Um, knocked my mic. And we, we, we had dinner at the Pink Pony right there on the bay and watched the ships you know, roll in and roll out. Um, and then Pictured Rocks. Pictured Rocks is incredible. Take the three-hour tour, the three-hour tour. I've not been there yet, but yeah. it's, it's a goal of mine for sure. Yeah, Pictured Rocks is incredible. Did you uh, guys do – you didn't do like a kayaking tour or anything? We did not. You can do the kayaking tour, but we had small you children with us. So we, we did a, um, a three-hour tour. It goes out all the way to Chapel Rock, which has been on featured on one of Michigan's uh, – you know how the quarters mm-hmm. have the different state designs yep. on the back? Chapel Rock is that like lone pine tree jutting out into the Lake Superior. And one of the coolest things we did, and this isn't on the top five, we went, I wouldn't recommend this for everybody, but the cliff diving at Lake Superior in Marquette. We went to Presque Isle on Black Rock. It's probably a 20 Sounded foot jump. It somewhat harrowing when you were describing it yesterday. It was, it was awesome. And I am terrified of heights, like anything 10 feet or more. Like if I'm up on the ladder cleaning my gutters, I'm like white knuckled. And so to get up there and see my, my, my friend's kids just like, step up and do backflips off of this thing, I had to go. So um, that's, that's a great time. Lake, Lake Superior, Presque Isle, um, cliff diving. Grand Haven or any Lake Michigan beach, obviously. You can't beat going to the big lakes and going to the beach. There's so many places up and down the coast. Luddington, Grand, Grand Haven's Haven, 45 Haven. minutes away. You can roll up, get, a, get, a, get an ice cream cone with your kids and be home. Before, and, of course, Oddside Brewing Company's right there in Grand Haven, so that's Oddside a worthy Brewing stop. Company. They don't have food, but it's definitely worth stopping at. Definitely worth a stop. I got a sticker of those on my fridge. And then, finally, Cottage, or a cottage, cottage. a cottage <laughs> or boating on an inland lake like Big Star, like Big Whitefish Lake, or Campall Lake is right down the road. You cannot go Obviously, wrong. Gun finding, Lake is a big, Gun Lake's a big one. one yep, here. yep. My lakes. Or my daughter's going to spend some time there this weekend. But any inland lake, you just roll up. Most places have a, um, a boat launch, P- public access, and yep. uh, public access. So go check it out. And that's our our top five Pure Michigan locations according to Brad and John. So John, been great. I appreciate it. You had a long day. You came here after your uh, triumphant. Softball yep. victory tonight. We you won the, the league. East Grand Rapids League again for the second Success. year in a row. So no big deal. I had a great night. No big Tagged deal. Three guys out at the plate. It was you're a like night. you're like the Lou Gehrig of local Ada League or you know, of local I'm softball. More of a Pudge Rodriguez. I'm yeah. like I'm on a great team, but people remember me for some reason. <laughs> Yogi Berra. There you go. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, I just got some final words for everybody. Uh, do three things for me. Use good judgment. If you have to stop and think whether it's right or wrong probably wrong nothing good happens after midnight and of course my words for you I, I want you to go out into the community i want you to be the change that you want to see in the world i want you to assume positive intentions from your fellow ranger country people and i want you to go to cascade heritage days guys we'll see you next Amen, time brother